The following program contains adult language and subject matter. Viewer discretion advised. It's just handed it to me. The following podcast is a Sand Productions production. Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Average Joe Show, episode number 81. No, you guys didn't fall through cracking time. We are back. Of course, the website is still AverageJoeShow.com. Our email is a new one, feedback at SayItProductions.com. Twitter is SayItPRODS, SayItProds. And, of course, our voicemail is the same as always, 813-915-6390. And, of course, we will be here live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at saveproductions.com slash live. I'm Corey Shred again. And, of course, joining me as always, back from, back from the dead, too, is Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, what's going on? For the record, I never died. <laughs> I, I, I want to make that very clear. Uh, I didn't even know the show was canceled until I got an email that said, we're not doing this for a little while. Uh, we're on hiatus. Uh, what the hell's hiatus mean? Means basically what it means is you're not doing a freaking show. So, all right, it's good to be back. It's good to be on with Tyler and Ben. And uh, moving on. <laughs> I know it's like we got to get back into. It. And of course, as you know, Ben Ben Straw from Ket2O.me is here. Ben, how's it going out there? Oh, pretty good. Uh, new website up. And since, what was it? The last time we talked on Average Show Show, I was just announcing my uh, new website. So, yeah, it's been over a year. Well, close to a year since. I think, uh, I think it was May when you actually went live with the website. Yeah, May uh, May 1st, I think. I'm not quite Something sure. Something like that. I don't know. I know my registration was up in, in uh, here in February, so. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. I remember you were complaining that GoDaddy wouldn't allow you to do a two-year or one-year registration on that. Yeah, those bastards. <laughs> so it's bullshit. <laughs> you can't figure it out. Uh, also joining us from Phoenix, Arizona area, Mr. Tyler Hurst. Tyler, what's going on? How you doing? Uh, it's been a long time since I talked to you guys. How's everybody going? Same old, same old over here. All right. Um, let's see. In the past couple months, I have managed to move to a different city and get engaged. So I'm actually in Chandler, Arizona, and uh, my uh, fiance is in the next room watching a King's Speech. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. A King's Speech? That's not out on DVD, is it? I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless unless she's part of the uh, Academy. Yeah, I, she was a preview. She's a she's a preview screener person. Uh, okay. Yeah. I do want to see that film too anyway. But uh, okay, I guess we should start the show now. Uh, anybody got any announcements out there? I know Ward, you always seem to have something before we start. Yeah, the only announcement I have is it's freaking cold here. Tell me about I, it. It's like 65 yeah. here, guys. Yeah, go oh, fuck yourself. You, yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's freaking minus 10 degrees yesterday. Freezing my nads off. Yeah, and I wait for a bus to go to work, and it, it was like minus six with the wind blowing. It was just ridiculous. 
But yeah, that's the only announcement I have. The, this weather sucks. It does, but you know what? I mean, we've had—I um, don't say warm, but we've had sunny, blue skies for the last couple of days. So I'll, I'll take whatever I can get. Mm, yeah, somewhat here. I uh, well, it wasn't windy, and it's still in the high 30s. So I'll take what I can get right now. Yeah, bastard, you. Was, what was it? 32 today? Still sucked, but <sighs> yeah, we were we were at 37. Well, it's better than you know getting stuck in I don't know how many feet of snow you guys got up there in your area. That but, was uh, I got 26 inches. Um, Northwest Indiana here. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, tw- 26 inches is a lot. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> I bet it is. Woo. She kind of got 24 hours. Uh, whatever. Don't let Tyler's fiance hear that. <laughs> oh, she might get jealous. I know. All right. Well, I guess we should start the show. Unfortunately, this week, I was kind of hoping that we would start the show on a really good note since uh, our friend Ward is from Pittsburgh. But, uh, Ooh. well, yeah. no, we, we actually are starting on a good note because – the guy that coaches Green Bay, uh, Mike McCarthy, is right. a friend of mine. He grew up with me. Really? Yeah. Really? If, cool. if you if if you were watching, they kept saying Mike McCarthy from Greenfield in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I live in Greenfield, hmm. so you know, knowing Mike and whatnot, it, it it still stung a little that the Steelers lost, but it wasn't quite as bad because they lost to Mike. You know, had they lost to anybody else? I would have probably been suicidal at this point. But seeing as, you know, it, it, it's good for Mike, you know. I mean, he, he's a good guy. He deserved it. They, they outplayed us, so there's there's nothing bad I can say about the game. No, you you got to say that, though. Well, I can't say something bad about the game because Christina Aguilera stunk. Yeah, let's start off with that story. What's going on with Christina Aguilera there, Ward? Dude, it, I – you guys, did you watch the pregame and all that stuff, or did you watch the Super Bowl at all? Yeah, nope. I, wa- I watched. I watched some of the pregame, and I watched all the bullshit up to the to kickoff, too, if that's what you're asking. Okay, yeah. I, I watched I watched a- Ancient Aliens, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so that just threw that whole thing away. Anyway, <laughs> Kristen Aguilera, well, they had the chick from Glee come on, and she sang um, America the Beautiful, and that wasn't bad. I mean – it's funny when they try and, you know, like auto tune their voice when they sing, you know, and it's like, that's not the way the song actually goes, but you know, it wasn't bad. I gave her a pass. Kristen Aguilera comes out and she starts doing the national anthem, which also she's auto tuning and, you know, carrying notes out way longer than they deserve to be. Uh But then about halfway through, she sang the entirely wrong line. And, the, she was supposed to sing, or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And what the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> that's the ad so on the uh, on this. No, that's the ad on the show. Because I, oh, I had this freaking. The, yeah, I had the thing running, and, oh, and I had okay. it muted. But apparently, it turns it turns off the mute when it wants to do commercials. <laughs> being the bastard that it is. Anyway. Uh, so her line was supposed to be, or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Instead, she sang, what so proudly we watched at the twilight's last reaming. Huh? <laughs> I, I mean, and in fact, when it actually happened, I heard it and I went, that's not right. And because I really, 
unless I'm actually singing along, I couldn't remember what the line was, but I'm like, that's just not right. And there was a story, you know, of course, and, and she says, I, I hope that everyone could feel my love for the country and the true spirit of the anthem still came through. You still sang it wrong. <laughs> no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it, it was wrong. So anyway, she's, uh, she's trying to apologize. And, uh, from some of the other stories that I read that I didn't submit, she's like having a nervous breakdown. She's in the midst of a nervous breakdown anyway. And I don't think this helped. So, well, well, the thing is though, I mean, it's not like it was a surprise that she was going to be singing the anthem. You know, she had tons of time to practice it and, I've been to, you know, many football games and they do post the words all around the place. So she well, probably had somewhere to read it off of too. Uh, apparently she did the same thing at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Really? I didn't know that either. Really? Hmm. Yeah. It said she uh, garbled the words at the Pro Football Hall of Fame exhibition game in Canton, Ohio, her home state. Was she drunk or high or but something? The thing is she's not from Ohio. This story is totally... The, Apparently, uh, they got it wrong because she's not from Ohio. She's from uh, she's from Pittsburgh, which made it even worse. You know, they brought out they brought out somebody from Pittsburgh, and it went all downhill after the national anthem. <laughs> Thanks, you dirty bitch. Anyway, <laughs> wow, I, I I couldn't believe that that how messed up can you be to mess up the national anthem? I mean, uh, come on. Probably uh, Lindsay Lohan could do a better job at that. No. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing. That's how Christina Aguilera got her start. That's how she became famous. Because she would do the national anthem for, like, the Penguin yeah. Games in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was her gig. Oh. So you think that she'd know it by heart by now. Well, There'd be no question. Started, yeah. Seeing as she started doing it since she was seven. You know, and she she did the national anthem when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup, and she was like seven years old. Well, well, you know, also they they do have an option to record the song ahead of time and have it you know pre recorded and then just lip sync it out there. You know, she's I mean, probably still mess it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. She probably lip sync wrong. She'd be like a Britney Spears or something like that. Maybe I, she was nervous because Ward was listening. She knew you know, I was there. That was exactly it. Well, the thing was, she tried to cover it up. I knew she made a mistake, but she just kept going, which was pretty impressive because normally you make a mistake like that and you start stuttering and, you know, stumbling on yourself, you know, knowing this isn't the right words, but you carry on, you know, you don't stop. You know, you you see some of the other ones that, that just totally blow the national anthem. They stop and they go, oh, wait a second. And they restart and they do all this other stuff. She just kept going and thank you. Good night. <laughs> you know, it, it was just crazy. It was. I mean, <laughs> the, you know, what's amazing, though, is she screwed it up. But this this was probably one of the most talked events, if not the most talked event about the whole Super Bowl. You know, I mean, the game was talked about, but it seemed like that this was mentioned many days after the fact. Well, it because the, the game itself was fairly non-eventful. I mean, it was it wasn't, you know. It was the most watched Super Bowl of all time, but it wasn't. It wasn't the best game. I the the, the last time the Steelers won it was a better game. Yeah, you know, 
Well, at least from my perspective, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure Tyler would disagree with me. Hey, man, that was our only chance at a winner in Arizona for the next like 50 <laughs> years. So thanks for that. <laughs> and we were really good that year, too. So, yeah. Uh, happy days. Yeah, but that was a much better game. But Oh, yes, it was. Yes. All right. Let's let's move on. You know, football season's over. Let's head over to baseball. I, I saw this story earlier this week. I thought this thing was hilarious about one of the greatest, if not the greatest Yankee, Mickey Mantle. Well, apparently back in 1972, they sent out these uh, form letters to any New York Yankee that played. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about 1973 being the 50th anniversary Yankee Stadium. And that was, of course, you know, right before they were going to tear it down to build a new one. And they uh, handed out these form letters talking about, you know, the memorable moments in Yankee Stadium. And Mickey Mantle filled this one out. And the, the question is, or the fill in the blank is, I consider the following my outstanding experience at Yankee Stadium. And his reply was, I'm going to scroll it down here. I got a blow job under the right field bleachers by the Yankee bullpen. And the next section says, you know, this event occurred on or about. Give as much detail as you can. And he puts it was about the third or fourth inning. I had pulled a groin. I had, pu- I had a pulled groin and couldn't fuck at the time. She was a very nice girl and asked me what to do with the come after. I came in her mouth. I said, <laughs> don't ask me. I'm no cocksucker. Signed, Mickey Mantle, the all-American boy. You know, Mickey Mantle is before my time, but he's just become one of my heroes. I know. You know, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Yankees at all, but I love this. Uh, Mickey Mantle is, is one smart motherfucker. I mean, he probably did this too. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I just love the fact that he actually wrote this down. Well, he was probably drunk too. You know, and it's in '73. That was before he had his liver transplant, and he was probably hammered. Well, I, I well this this letter was in '73, but he he was playing back in the '40s and '50s because he was married to like Marilyn Monroe, like in the early '60s or something. No, like no, that. no, he wasn't married no, to Marilyn just, Monroe. You think of DiMaggio? Let's ah, go DiMaggio. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah Mickey Mantle played in the '60s. Okay. Yeah, so he was. You're right. Probably right. He was probably drunk the entire time and fucking whatever he could. Well, yeah, and he and he probably filled this thing out, and he was half hammered. Going, yeah, this is gonna be funny. You know, nobody, <laughs> nobody's gonna see this. It, it's not gonna ever make. There's no such thing as the internet. Nobody will ever see it. What the hell? I'll give him. I'll give him a. I'll give him an answer. <laughs> well, uh, well, the funny thing is, is the fact that someone somewhere saved this. You know. Yeah. And and, and he signs it. You know. And he puts the all-American boy. He just basically just you know gave him an elbow to the face. It's like you want information? Here you go, guys. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's, I mean, that, he, that is so beautiful. You got to respect the man because it's just the fact that you know he's like, I had sex in Yankee Stadium. There's my memorable moment. <laughs> now, the, my favorite part of the whole thing is, uh, you know, I, I came in her mouth, and don't ask me. I'm no cocksucker. That's the best line ever. <laughs> Oh, I just want to know. She what was she she's so she had the cum in her mouth. She's like, what are you doing? There's cum in her mouth. Jesus Christ. That's disgusting. Hate to see that bubble pop. But I, I, I just I heard about this last week. I'm like, oh, we have to talk about this just because it's it's part of history. You know, sports history. 
so this right. this is a sports themed average Joe show. Just just in case anybody doesn't hasn't realized that yet. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. Come on, it's after the Super Bowl. You always got to talk sports. <laughs> Speaking of sports, Tyler's got a story about the Dodgers. Okay, uh, I'll read you some highlights from the story. Basically, it's talking about how Frank and Jamie McCourt, who are the co-owners of a Do- – well, sorry. They used to be married, and Frank uh, owned the Dodgers, and now they're having some problems dividing them up. Um, the latest are the postmarital agreement dictated Frank McCourt be the sole owner of the Dodgers was struck down. Jamie wants to be called the co-owner. Frank doesn't want to. Frank also took an advance from Fox on an upcoming television rights deal that hasn't been completed yet. Neither Frank nor Jamie can afford to buy the other out without getting more money involved from outside investors. And no investors want to work with either of them. And as soon as a trial to uh, uh, trial can begin to determine uh, everything is 2012. So how's that for every Dodger on there? They have no idea if who owns their team. They have no idea if they can go out and get players. And what a hell of a of a marriage marital dispute, though. You know, how do you divide that up? Does one does one guy get night get one person get night games, another person get day games? How, how would you guys do this? <laughs> you get the home games. I get the away games. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I gotta be out of the out of the city when I don't have to see you. But but how how weird is that though? I mean, the only other thing is like liquidate their assets and sell off the Dodgers to somebody else. Yeah, then but then the major league major league baseball would have to get involved. They have to find an owner, and no one wants to buy them because they're probably not worth anything now. No, not not for a long time. They haven't been worth shit. No. But isn't I mean? So I guess don't get married in California because the what do they call it? Community property law or whatever that is. That's gonna that's gonna hurt if you get divorced. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, community property is pretty much in every state now. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's not just relegated to California. But yeah, that is that is ridiculous. Yeah, it would just suck, you know. Just it would suck being on that team because you wouldn't even know if you had had to come to work the next day or what. What the hell's going on? Yeah, oh yeah, it's like you're fired. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You suck. No, you're great. I'm giving you a raise. You're fired. You're cut. (laughs) MLB is probably going to have to get involved some way. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all about the money to them. And if something something screws up in that franchise, they're going to want to get it fixed somehow. Oh, yeah. But they also they can't uh, they can't buy the Dodgers because I don't think Major League Baseball can afford it either. So that's 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 weird. That's just I I wonder if when they actually can get into a court, if the court could could force them both to sell. I don't you know, know what I mean? You, you think that they should, yeah. You know, who, would you, who would you sell it to? You, you have to have a buyer also. Mark Mark Cuban. Cuban, Mark would, Cuban. Yeah, Cuban would buy a baseball team in a, in a New York second. He tried to buy the, the Cubs and they wouldn't let him. Yeah, because he owns the Maverick. But, no, because no, they don't like him. That's why they wouldn't let well, him. Well, uh, Chicago doesn't like him. Well, <laughs> Chicago doesn't like anybody. Dallas, Dallas really doesn't like him either, but he, he wins. You know, he spends the money. I'd love to see him buy the Pirates and make the Pirates a contender again because they haven't been for the last, you know, 25 years. I think we could put our money together and buy the Pirates. <laughs> I think I got a couple bucks in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah, let me pull out my hundreds. <laughs> Not Monopoly money. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Well, then I don't have them. I don't have much. 
Damn. All right, let's move on here. We're talking about how people can't get along. Let's talk about how Facebook kills social media skills. All right, um, basically it kills manners. Um, talking about here how how Facebook especially has killed RSVPing practices. If anyone, uh, because they're ever playing an event, you know, everyone says yes, and then half the people show up, so you wonder why the hell they say yes in the first place. Uh, conversation etiquette. How often do we say goodbye when we're IMing or tweeting or having Facebook conversations at each other? Uh, timely responses. I don't really get this one. Uh, apparently, there's a certain amount of time you have to take to respond. It's called email. Uh, yeah, I just kind of respond whenever. Not everybody uh, is constantly connected either. That's I know. It's timely responses. I mean, what? You give them a, a day, two days-ish? Okay, what it was same thing with snail mail. Who gives a crap about that? Well, no, the, the thing is, when you're considering that you're using Facebook as a as a uh, contact mechanism. A lot of people yeah. have Facebook accounts and, Open and they may, the yeah. And they may look at it once a month. Oh yeah. And then, then you got other people that are on it all the time that it would be a, you know, that, that use the chat and the whole nine yards, you know, cause they always have it up. It could be, I mean, it can go either way, but you can't expect every, you know, because you're the, the person who sits on Facebook, you know, 24 seven, you can't expect that everybody does that. No. You know, the way I look at it is if I want to get in touch with somebody, I will send them an actual email, you know, or a text. Well, if I know them, I send them a text or I'll call them. But as far as using Facebook for, you know, time sensitive stuff, I'd never try that. No, I wouldn't either. I'd, I'd yeah, text or call or email. Yeah. All right. Okay. And the next one is birthday etiquette. And this, and this is definitely one that I've noticed too, is nobody calls you or, well, except your parents, maybe nobody calls you or texts you or sends you an email anymore. They just post a little, you know, 15 character thing on your wall when you, when it's your birthday. And that's it. It's great. Cause you get a lot of those. I mean, well, a lot by meaning more than one. Uh, but it's too easy to do that. I mean, do you want to get a Facebook gift for your birthday or get a, a post in your wall? I'd rather have someone invite me out or or just come over and hang out or something like that. So, uh, and then bragging. I want birthday cards. <laughs> I want money. Sure? I want, I want checks. Money. I want checks. Here's my PayPal account. Send it yeah, there. I know. There you go. <laughs> no, there I don't go. want checks. I want cash because most of the people I know I want to take a check from. <laughs> there you go. Well, you can get Facebook credits. Those are worth their weight in Nothing. gold, right? All right. And the last one is bragging, which I think is totally okay, and I'm glad that we do it. So I don't really know what this last one's about at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> That's what social media is for. Come on, oh, it's fun. Rights. Social media is to, to is is all about narcissism. I know exactly. You know, self promotion and narcissism. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as we know that and accept it, then we're fine. I don't see that as a problem at all. I love it. Well, you know who's not going to be self-promoting themselves? Canadian women. Uh-oh. Believe it or not, Canadian women are getting fatter faster. <laughs> <laughs> Is that that song brought to you by Canada. Is that because it's cold up there? Is that because it's cold? <laughs> it must be. It must no, be that, cold that song there. brought to you by the Average Joe Show because <laughs> the stupid commercial kicked off again. I don't even. I didn't even hit play on mine. I just let it sit there in the background. Yeah, no, it that's is. that's why I have uh, ad block. <laughs> the, so, the, the, the chat room's not even up. I'm not even paying attention to it. That's that's why I have click to flash. Same reason. Yeah, that's the way to, to do flash. It. Yeah. So anyway, apparently Canadian women are becoming 
overweight faster than than pretty much any other women in the world. <laughs> Basically, it's saying that you know you're up in the north, you get fat faster. Uh, let's see. Uh, of course, U.S. You know they say has the single highest BMI rate. Of course, body mass index over yeah, twenty eight for men and women. But, but at the but same what? time, it's always cold in Canada, and and you're genetically going to. Uh, I mean, everybody puts on weight in the winter, and it's not because – well, number one, it's because you don't do anything. You lay around in the cold. But two right. is your body is just you know, basically trying to protect itself from the cold. So you gain weight on top of you know, not being you know, active, but it's a you – know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody help me here. Hibernation? Survival? No, it, it, it's like a uh, – Primal? Like an evolutionary type thing. Okay. You know, yeah. it's, it's your body's just trying to, you know, evolve to the point where it can protect itself from the cold. All I have to say is more cushion for the pushing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You must really want to go to Canada. <laughs> of course, hey, this can- is the guy that lives in a really hot state too. Can- yeah. Canadian, peop- Canadian people are awesome. If you ever go to Canada, it's awesome. Never been there. Don't want to <laughs> go. Go get a little, go get a little back cold. bacon, huh? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's like this isn't a surprise. Like Ward says, it's cold. We, it's you know, it's yeah. called winter weight. Yeah, it's called they're freaking fat. They're like hibernating bears. Yes, you you, you got to put on the weight to, to to fend off the cold. You know, this this makes it pretty weird because you know we have the New Year's resolutions to lose weight, but it's kind of hard to lose weight in the winter when you're not doing jack shit. That's true. It really is. I mean, who who really <laughs> wants to? When summer comes around, you you still have the weight on, and then you get freaking hotter because you have all that weight and you can't freaking move. <laughs> it's, it's a like vicious a situation or a win lose situation. Yeah, vicious, yeah, it, vicious. So basically, move somewhere where it's hot all the time. There you go. Basically, but I, I think Ben probably agree. They probably eat too much processed foods up there anyway, right? Yeah, there was a study done in uh, Bristol, England. Got to give it up to the Brits. They say a diet, in if you have a diet in food, uh, fat, sugar, and pro- in processed foods, it will lower your IQ. Can you freaking believe that? No, really. Of course, you eat those things. You're gonna your your brain is not going to process correctly. You got to have good food. To get your IQ up. <laughs> uh, you wanna, did you know that McDonald's had their biggest year ever last year? Yeah, I know. And I probably had. I, see, the thing is, I'm dumb anyway. I go to McDonald's <laughs> probably once a day for lunch, and that sucks. To have my prof, their profits are probably from me. Yeah, but aren't you one of those McRib fans too? Oh, yes, I am. There we go. Oh, uh-huh, McRibs. And, you know, McDonald's suckers you in because part of the year they do the McRib. March they'll do the Shamrock McShakes. So, you know, they're always luring people in. Well, tough shit I do. (laughs) Dude, mint milkshakes blow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they blow, but they taste good to me. Can can you blow a bubble with them? (laughs) I could try, but I sure don't want anyone to be around me when it pops. That's what she said. (laughs) By the way, for those listeners who don't know, I put in 
the uh, announcements for the the show notes. Corey blows with a YouTube link to Corey blows, and uh, Corey found that out once he scrolled up on the show notes. Uh, fucker did the, yeah because we, we shared the show notes and of course I gave him editing ability and I got screwed in the end on that. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's you know what they're saying. You know, this is all about childhood and shit like that. Basically, don't take your kids to fast food. Yeah. I mean, common you know, sense anyway. No, it's it's the it's anything in moderation. I mean, if you make a, a total, you know, diet of McDonald's and fast food, yeah, you're going to be stupid. But as a and every now and then, it's not going to, you know, make you a, you know, a fucking retard. Jesus. Although I have to say one I thing. had a Big Mac, now I can't remember math. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say one thing. I used to work at Burger King. Burger King is a hell of a lot healthier for you than McDonald's. Uh-huh. Because when I worked there, I was weigh- I weighed at 170 pounds. Believe it or not, I did. Once I left Burger King and started working for my current company, I started going to McDonald's because I knew that those restaurants that were those uh, Burger King restaurants that I was going to be going to out on the road were filthy. And usually they are. And so I started going to McDonald's. And I am at 100 or 220 pounds right now. Holy shit, you're that big? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not that big. I don't have like a beer, big, humongous beer belly on me. But, you know, I, I've gained a lot of weight since then. Right. Well you, well, you know, also the thing is, though, the problem with people is we don't have time to make food. And it's, it's cheaper, easier, and quicker to stop off through the drive-thru and grab something. Yep, those fatty foods. Uh, fat's linked to a lot of stuff like diabetes, and diabetes is not good for you. It's not good for your brain either. Cause it's. I don't think diabetes down. is good for anything. Yeah, I think diabetes is kind of bad all around. Well, yeah, yeah diabetes is bad. Yeah, who says diabetes <laughs> is good? It's it's bad for your brain. Well, it's kind of bad for your feet and everything else. Too. Speaking of yeah. speaking of low IQ, I found this story this week. Uh, Apparently, there was this 41-year-old man that a local council in uh, – I don't know what the local council is. probably England. just doesn't seem like something in America. A local council decided that his vigorous sex drive was inappropriate considering his IQ was 48. And he did not understand what he was doing according to the court. Was he, was he humping like washing machines or something or – I don't know. I mean <laughs> if he's humping washing machines – <laughs> it's better than humping something else. At least it's got a little vibration going. Well, how, yeah. how does he? How does he? Uh, that was just hurt. Uh, how does he get laid with an IQ of forty-eight? I don't know. How do we get laid? That's what I want to know. An IQ know of forty-eight secret. is technically mentally challenged. Yeah, it's. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's well below average. I mean, average is a hundred. So I do like, it with a Big Mac and a twenty. It's it, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Too much information there. I mean, you know, there there are dumb people out there that are having babies left and right. I think they were. I know, but why? Dumb. But why are they? I mean, isn't that a bad thing? Isn't that doesn't dumb that hurt us? Make- Dumb people. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do- well, I, I, I'm, I, I applaud this, this judge or whatever for stepping in to keep, you know, his keep sperm uh, from what? Yeah. Keep, yeah. 
you know, key, you know, is I, I, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be politically correct here. <laughs> he doesn't want to spread the stupid. Yeah, exactly. No. There's enough stupid people on the, on this planet to begin with. You don't need to have any more. You should have to take a test before, you know, yeah. before yeah. You, shit. Have you been in Walmart lately? Have you been in Walmart? True. Exactly. Peopleofwalmart.com. There you go. Yeah, that's a great site. You know, (laughs) if you can't pass this test, they should force feed you condoms. Uh, Actually, I hate to tell you, that's not where the condoms go. Yeah, that's not. I mean, you don't eat them? Shit. (laughs) That's why I kept buying the flavored ones. Ribbed for your pleasure, they feel better going down your throat. I don't get the ribbed ones; I get the cherry ones. <laughs> what about I like the, the glow in the dark ones? What's they're, that? Not sal- they're not salty, too, right? No, not at all. <laughs> they're lubricated, so they slide down easier. Ones. Come on! What oh, about the banana flavored? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> if he wants a banana, he doesn't need a condom. <laughs> Porn. I just walked right into that one too, didn't I? Oh, oh, oh my God! Please, it... <laughs> you see what you've been missing? Oh my God! It, you know, it feels like we haven't missed a beat. It feels like we haven't missed a beat. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but the, the, the thing about this guy, he's under close supervision by local authority. So, what? Someone's going to watch and make sure he's not fucking. Well, see, the thing is, is some here in America, the mentally challenged do get uh, sex education because rabbits are rabbits. And well, why don't they just get, why don't they just get fixed? That's humanly. It's inhumane right there. Yeah, that's why cool. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. I'm not saying, you know, you cut it off. I'm saying, you know, like a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> because vasectomies might not may not always work. It's that they don't they sometimes reverse themselves. It's possible. And this but guy had a really high sex drive. But it still won't stop him from fucking. No, I mean, but who still, cares? They can't they can't recreate more stupid but, people. But you can spread VD. That, that's the goal. Is to, to maybe he's stupid too people. Yeah, but maybe he's too aggressive. Maybe he's sometimes Exactly. When you got an aggressive dog, what do you do? You get him fixed. I let him hum yeah. my leg longer. Really? Just like that. I'm lonely, man. I got internet and porn. And a sh- and your shamrock milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stick my dick in the milkshake. A shamrock shake and some porn, and I'm good to go. And a humping dog. Like, mm. Okay. And a big match. Roll over, over. Let Corey take <laughs> over. <laughs> I got a bone for you, puppy. <laughs> Oh, oh my oh. God! Oh. <laughs> That's what they're saying in the chat room too. <laughs> oh my God, they're loving it. I know you guys are loving it. Mitch wants a milkshake though. Mitch in the chat room says he wants a milkshake. Does that tell you something? <laughs> maybe we oh should boy. go on. Maybe we should be like spokesman for McDonald's. <laughs> well, what can we can we get them as a sponsor? <laughs> I don't think they would want us. Okay. All right. We need to stop on this story. Let's get the last story. I love this last story because it's also a Florida story. 
All right, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Fort Myers Beach, Florida. Gotta love the Floridians because this guy, stupid as it might be, decided to steal $314 from a stripper's girder belt. Oh, you don't do that. No. It's one of those things where, you know, you respect the stripper. You're not supposed to touch the stripper. She's supposed to touch you. And this guy, 19 years old, decided to freaking steal $314 from the stripper. Oh, I bet he got his ass beat by those bouncers. Yeah, they're very large men who take umbrage to that. Yeah. I've been in a couple, and you don't want to mess with any of the bouncers. You've been in a couple large men? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm strip club. Dumbass, shut up. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just checking. I mean, there there are some unwritten rules about being in a strip club. Yeah. And and I I mean, first of all, taking the stripper's money is kind of obvious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did he think he'd get away with it? I mean, it's not like you can sit near the d- exit. Yeah. But they mean, what was he going to spend it on? Is he going to spend it on liquor for the stripper or what? <laughs> Hold Get on. Extra lap dances? And, you get, and of course, it's all in singles, so it's going to take forever to count it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not unless you have a cash counter. Now, the, well, she, okay, now she had $314 in her garter. Either she's at a very good place or this place, these people tip good. I know. Three hundred fourteen bucks in her garter—that's that's, that's a, either a lot of bills or some pretty big bills in there. Yeah, because usually strippers they they take that money out of their garters. Yeah, they, they don't leave it. Done. They don't leave it just showing. No, no. no. Dude, I'll tell you what. I got the I got the best stripper story ever. Right, my buddies get married, so we go and we of course we take them to a strip club. So I had a few drinks before I walk in. <laughs> go figure. So I go in and this place is insane first they pat you down you know and and you know then you go through oh, a walk through you down they pat you down then you go through a walk through metal detector and then mm-hmm. they have one of those handheld metal detectors right so this very large angry looking man it, you know is doing the uh metal detector thing on me with the wand and i looked at him i said so who does the strip search <laughs> he didn't think that was funny at all <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious. Well, and plus I was drunk and he just like, that ain't funny. I was like, oh, all right. Where's the strippers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, jeez. Yeah, I wouldn't say that to a bouncer, but yeah. When you're half trucked, you know, it's it just seemed funny because it's like, dude, it's a strip club. What what you know? It's not like I'm entering the green zone for crying out loud. What kind of neighborhood are you in? You would think if if yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, this wasn't a bad neighborhood. It's you know, I I don't know. Well, it it made me feel very comfortable though because if you get in there, you know, you're on this you know level playing field. So if somebody's going to start some you know some shit or whatever, they're not going to have a knife or a gun. So at least you know you can hit them with a chair. Was this like a wild, wild west type thing? Shit. No, it's just that's just the way I think. Leave your gun at the door. Yeah, leave your gun at the door and fist fight. Fist fight over the strippers. They like that. The bouncers don't can like you, it worth a shit. Can you fist fight the strippers? That would be They'd probably fun. kick your ass. <laughs> like in stripes. Yeah. You're- 
There's an old reference of a movie I haven't seen in ages. It was just on a couple weeks ago. That's the only reason I thought of it. It's John Candy wrestling in the mud. Oh, mm-hmm. Mitch in the chat room goes fisting? Not <laughs> fisting, fist fights. Uh, there's, there's no need to get vulgar here. <laughs> Jeez, Mitch, you know, we're doing a clean family show here. You're exactly. About fisting, come on. I plan on playing this for small children. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see Ward walking around town. Hey, kid, listen to this. Yeah, check this out. Want a shamrock shake? <laughs> Let me show you what you can do show? with that shake. Yeah, right. Is that a shamrock shake behind the bullpen in right field, or where do you get that shake? <laughs> it's the Manson family show. <laughs> That's the only family that should listen to this shit. All right, I think we need to wrap this one up. Uh, I want to thank Ward for being here. Of course, Ward, where can we find you online? You can always find me at maxandlife.com, and I have a new show Woo-hoo! called uh, Steel City Resistance. The Steel City Resistance is more of a political show, and I, I'm not as as fun as I am here. I'm more more angry guy on that show. Basically, you sit on your soapbox the entire show. Yeah, pretty much. I, I can, you know, go crazy. It's it's a lot of fun. Nothing wrong with that. And of course, you're doing that show with uh, Hutch Jr. from uh, Bergseyeview.com. Yes, I am. And he's Hutch is going to be on the show next week. He's excited. Yeah, what show? On our show. On this show. No, he's not. I, I thought he was. What do you smoke? He told me he's busy. He says he records. I think he records Berg's Eye View on Friday nights. Oh, well, I thought he was on the list. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who's on the list next week. Now you're making me think. Oh, I, shit. Thought, I, I was positive it was. It was. Oh no, 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 no. I, I'm my bad. It wasn't Hutch. It was Byer, Byer Brown. Byer Brown and Citizen X, right? Right, Barb and Byer. Yeah, which. Oh, I gotta, this is this is gonna be fun. I got a bone to pick with Mr. Brown next week. Uh, but okay. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, and, 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 jokes. And I'm going <laughs> to, not a bone to pick on Byron Brown. I got a, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, how was I going to say that shit? Uh, oh, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Something yeah, no. you're picking on Byron Brown for what? What did Byron do? Well, first of all, Byer has only been on one episode of Average Joe Show, and that one episode was the time I couldn't get on the show. Oh yeah, that was when I ran the. That's when I was running running things. <laughs> oh, that I know. Shit was on time and right. <laughs> yes, that was actually the best show we had. Also, also, I'm going to make sure Byer Brown shows up nine o'clock is the time we start this show, not his sh- show. He does with uh, Ben. Yep, uh, I do a show called Rotovine We with uh, Mr. Byer Brown himself. And uh, I do that show over at ketuo.me, uh, q-e-t-u-o.me is the you know, uh, website. I still can't type the damn domain name, even though I know how to spell it. It's, you know, it's the top line and skip every other letter. Mm-hmm. And I still go right. Q-U, force of habit, you know? Yeah, it is a force of habit, but it's, it's a play on the keyboard. Uh, the dot .me is just for, was for the hell of it when I first created it, and then it was media. There is a second, so um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a nice domain name, I think. I like it now that I can say it. I remember there was probably about a month there. I was like, how do you – what? what is the name of this? How do you say this? Ket UO. Quality Ket- entertainment that's undeniably outstanding. Yep. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know. I came up with that one. I'm like, hey, he used it. I mean it's, it was hard to try to figure out what the hell to, to spell those letters with. 
Yeah, it was. I, I got a lot of feedback from it, but you had the best one. So it was one of those like, things I wasn't thinking about and it just popped in. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tyler Hurst, where can we find you online? Uh, I am at tdhurst.com and on Twitter at the same at tdhurst. That's and right. By the, by the way, speaking of which, I did see the, the, the engagement ring you gave your fiance on, on your website, yeah. too. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, everyone was, oh, everyone's very happy. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been with her? Uh, we've been together for about a year and a half. Uh, we started dating last uh, summer of 09. Uh, when it was so. really hot out. Yes. Yes, it was very, 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 very so, hot out. So that's when you were really thin, right? <laughs> uh, no. Actually, I was, I was, uh, I was chunkier than I, than I was. I've been having too many uh, McRibs and uh, Shamrock Shakes. I won't even go near a McRib. Oh, yeah, right. you, but you'll go after the shamrock shake, won't you? I stick my Freak. dick in that. <laughs> with with Rover or without Rover? No, I'm not into dogs. I like pussy better. <clears throat> All right. Let's call this a night, guys. I want to thank the guys for being here. And, of course, join us again next week when we have Byer Brown and Citizen X, a.k.a. Barb, on the show. You can always leave us email at feedback at sayitproductions.com. Our voicemail is still, as always, 813-915-6390. Of course, the website is still averagejoeshow.com. And also go to the show notes this week because we're starting effective this episode. We're going to have voting for the best story of the week. So you pick the best story, and we're going to do a best of at the end of the year of the top five or ten. I don't know how many we're going to do. Stories. And we'll count them all the way up to number one, like Casey Kasem. Or you know what else we got to do? What's we that? we got to post repost because I'm sure th- nobody knows where they are anymore. The uh, average Joe show drinking game because according to Barb in the chat room, she's drinking every time we say Shamrock Shake. So Shamrock Shake. Yeah, so she must she should be hammered. Um, so she's drinking Shamrock Shake. I don't know about no. Shamrock I don't know what she's drinking, but every time we say Shamrock Shake, she has to drink. Oh, Shamrock Shake. Hmm. There, there we go. <laughs> All right, uh, so make sure you go to the show notes. And, yes, uh, we will get the drinking game back up. Barb's got to give me the link for that again, and maybe we'll put it somewhere else. I don't know. We'll figure out something for that. So make sure you go to the website. Vote for your favorite episode this or favorite story we talked about this episode. And, of course, you can catch us here live every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, at sayproductions.com slash live. Go to SayProductions.com for everything we have. You know, there's a donate button. We have uh, two other shows starting up this week. Uh, Tuesday will be Autism Warriors with Erica Plord and Pam Mari talking about autism and how they deal with it, being parents of autistic children. And on Wednesday, we will have Talk Duo coming back with me and Erica Plord bullshitting about everything else under the sun that we don't talk about over here. So I want to thank everybody out there for downloading this week's episode, spending a little of your bandwidth with us. And until next time. Have a good one.